Welcome, you delicious human, to the Love Yourself podcast, hosted by yours truly, Kate Kirtle. I'm here to make your life happier and healthier and teach you everything I've learned about becoming a self-loving human and building a really solid connection with yourself. On this podcast, I'll be giving you my best advice, mindset, and perspective shifts so that you can realize how fucking incredible you truly are and learn how to treat yourself like your own BFF. Here, we take the fluff out of (laughs) self-love... But we do not fuck around. The relationship you have with yourself is literally the most important one in your entire life, and I am here to show you how. So, without further ado, let's dive right on in to today's episode. What is up, you delicious humans? Welcome back to the potty, or if you are new here, welcome to the fam. If you are new here and you enjoy to listen to all things self love, personal development, changing your mindset, becoming the best version of you, health, habits, all of the things, then go ahead and hit that subscribe button because this will be the episode and by episode I mean podcast for you and by hitting subscribe it will ensure that you never miss another epi, another epi of the potty from moi. So my friends, episode number 40 and before we get in to the beef of the pod. I have a story for you. And just as an FYI, if you don't like TMI stuff, and I didn't mean for that to rhyme, then maybe skip through like a minute or two because this story might be a little bit TMI, but also like might not, but also might because, you know, everyone's unique and different and has different um, levels of being okay with bodily functions. If you don't know this about me, which to be fair, if you haven't spent time with me in person, you probably won't know this about me. But what I will share is that I am fully an open book and I'm totally cool with discussing all things bodily functions, you know, pooping, peeing, like just stuff pimples froth froth on squeezing pimples i'm that gal not even sorry i grew up and my mom was a nurse when i was younger and so all kinds of things used to get discussed in my household as she would share stories of people that she was helping in the hospital and all kinds of things so i'm a very open book i don't get grossed out by much i also grew up uh partly in the country where we would do gross shit in paddocks and I'll leave it at that just in case there's any vegans or people who get offended by gross shit on who are listening but anyway back to my story on a tangent again are you surprised uh so what's my story my story is that uh my mum's friend's mum who's 90 has unfortunately recently been in the hospital because she's 90 and I think I just said that but just in case you didn't hear it she's 90 and she fell over unfortunately I'm so sad about it and she fell over the other day and hit her head on like the side of a table and she's broken her neck because I guess at 90 your bones are very frail anyway then in hospital gastro was going around and so she's contracted on top of being in a fucking neck brace she's contracted gastro meaning that she's vomiting and pooing whilst being in a neck brace and it's just never nice regardless of whatever circumstance you're in plus she's just had a bit of a shitty run she's in a car accident all kinds of shit so this is like her third thing so you know how they say that things come in threes we're hoping that this is the third thing anyway That's a very 
long story to share to say that the 90 year old's daughter who's my mum's friend got the gastro and then my mum was there the other day yesterday um and like hugging them without realizing that they had gastro and then my mum hugged me yesterday and I am a little bit concerned because I have just fallen asleep on the lounge this afternoon doing work and I just had some Wow, why am I sharing this on my podcast? I just went to the bathroom and I am concerned that I have potentially just had the start of gastro in number two version. Although I can't be entirely sure because you know when you know or you're expecting or you think something's coming so then it's like that placebo effect So I can't be entirely sure because it wasn't a bum wee, but you know, it was a little bit looser than normal. So I am concerned that I'm about to contract gastro, hence why I'm doing this podcast episode now, because I might be in bed for the next 24 to 48 hours. And you know what? That's not a fun time for anyone. And I really, 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 really hope that's not going to be the fucking case But if it is, well, we can't help it, can we? We just can't fucking help it. So here we are. And why am I recording this podcast? What has the title got to do with this situation? Well, to be completely frank, I very highly considered not doing the pod today, but I need to do it today in order for it to be up on time to get back to my normal podcast schedule, which I'm trying to be incredibly consistent with although that wasn't the case for the last like week or two. So I'm really trying this week to be consistent with that. Hence why I was going to be recording a different episode today, a very kind of another very kind of like dense episode with a lot that I wanted to discuss. But to be completely honest, I don't feel very well right now. I have a bit of a pain in my tummy and I'm very, very, very concerned that I'm about to shit myself and vomit for the next 48 hours. So that's that. So as you can see from the title, something over nothing. Something Doing something is better than nothing. And the uh, correlation of this topic with how I'm feeling is, as I said, I was pretty close to not doing something. But the truth is that consistency is a lot more important than perfection. And this analogy can be translated to literally every single area of your life, whether you're on a health or weight loss journey, whether you are trying to build a business, whether you are trying to be consistent with your podcast, whether you are, you know, building a relationship with a new person, whether you are like working your job, I don't know, whatever it is that you're doing in your life, consistency is incredibly, incredibly important. I did actually do a episode very, very early days of the podcast. I think it's called Consistency is King or something of the like. So if you want to listen to another episode semi-related to this topic, you can go back and listen to this one after this one right now that you're listening to on your ear holes in your ear holes well what in your ear holes um so i just want to remind you that 
a lot of us expect ourselves to be perfect all the time. We expect ourselves to have 100% output. We expect ourselves to be perfect all of the time. And of course, the easiest analogy that I can relate this to is a weight loss journey, because as you are most probably aware for the last many, many years, I have been a weight loss coach. I have also been on my own weight loss journey, etc. And for a lot of women that I used to coach in the weight loss space, everyone has this expectation that if I'm not 100%, then I'm failing. And it's really, it was always so interesting to me because in no other area of our lives do we expect ourselves to be 100%. As an example, if you work for someone or even in like, even if you work for yourself, whatever your job um, canvas looks like, that's not the right word I was looking for, whatever your job Um, whatever it looks like that you do for work, however that's set up for you, if you fuck up, like there's, there's, there's zero way that you have never made a mistake in your career's life. There's abs, like we're human beings. And so if you made a mistake at work, are you like, oh fuck, I fucked up. I have to put in my resignation letter and you decide to leave your job. Well, I assume that you wouldn't do that because if you did, you would never have a fucking job because we're human beings and we make mistakes. Same goes if you have an argument with your partner and you yell at them something that you, you know, it doesn't make you very proud of yourself to lose your temper. Do you just go, all right, cool, I'm going to have to exit this relationship because I made a mistake? Well, again, I would assume no. (laughs) If you did, you would be in trouble. And if you're a parent... I know a lot of parents, most parents don't enjoy yelling at their kids. It's not something, it's not a behavior that they want to model. It's not something that they, they don't want a lot of anger in their households. And so if you lose patience and yell at your kid, are you like, all right, going to put this bad boy up for adoption because, you know, I fucked up. So better get this kid out of my life. Of course not. We don't have this expectation of being 100% perfect in every fucking area of our life. And yet, to come back to my point, it always I always found it incredibly interesting in the weight loss space that if people felt that they weren't being 100%, that they fucked up and they suck and, you know, just give up. And after a long time, I realized, and this is incredibly important And also incredibly, uh, what is the word I'm looking for? This hugely correlates to self-love in that in other areas of your life, whether that be your job, your relationship, your kids, whatever that looks like, there's usually always another party involved. And so it's less of an independent journey in that you give yourself some leeway. Whereas with weight loss or with self-love, it is an entirely independent journey and it is an entirely emotional journey. And what that means is that it is a lot easier for our inner critic to be the biggest voice in our head, to be the meanest voice in our head, to pipe up and sit themselves at the front seat of the bus and the bus being our brain and drive the fucking bus and just take control and continuously tell ourselves that we're a piece of shit and a failure and a this and a that and a blah, 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 all of the negative shit that we so easily tell ourselves. And like I said, with 
those other areas of your life, people give themselves a lot more leeway because they can communicate out loud. It's interpersonal versus intrapersonal. And if you listen to my last episode, number 39, about what the fuck is self-love and how do I create it, you'll know that self-love is something that is intrapersonal. It's a conversation in your head. There's no external parties. Like, yes, there might be coaches and shit that you have on board to help you, but there's no external parties in that a lot of the conversations that you're having are inside of your head. And in that capacity, it's just so much easier for our inner critic to drive the bus and for that inner critic to be the loudest voice in our mind. And I was having a conversation with one of my clients inside of my Love Yourself Foundations course just yesterday, and she was speaking about how uncomfortable it is to show up for herself in her self-love journey because of the fact that for so long, this lady's in her 40s, so for, you know, at least two decades, if not more, her inner critic, particularly in terms of the relationship that she has with herself, has been the loudest voice in her head. And so she's just finding it really difficult to learn to pipe that voice down. And that's no fucking surprises because when you have something that's so consistent over a long period of time, like your inner critic telling you how shit you are, of course it's going to take such a long amount of time to unlearn that to tell her to pipe the fuck down, to, sh- to go back to the backseat of the bus and to allow her healthy adult version of her to drive the bus. So I don't know if you're a visual person, but I have said many times on this podcast that I am a visual person. And so when I think about this bus, I literally think about all of these different sub personalities that exist inside our head in the bus. So it's like this big red bus <laughs> Wow, I'm going to sound maybe potentially crazy sharing this, but welcome to my brain. It's a fun place to be. So I have a big red bus and inside of the big red bus, I have a lot of different sub personalities that exist within me. So every human being has a lot of different sub personalities that exist, such as your healthy adult. We have our inner child. We have our inner critic. We have our vulnerable child. We have our then we have um a bunch of voices related to our schemas so i've spoken about schemas also a couple of times on the podcast and this is something that i actually had no idea that existed until i started working with my current psychologist so as an example my schemas are abandonment unrelenting standards defectiveness and Uh, what's the other one called? Oh, the avoidant protector. So those schemas are formulated as a result of my experiences in childhood and experiences up until today. And those different schemas bring out different actions or inactions as a result of them being triggered by different circumstances. I hope that makes sense. That was a lot of information, a lot of like psychological understanding information. I will do, I have said this several times too, I will do an episode on schemas and I'm actually hoping to get my psychologist on to do the explanations because I ain't no expert on this shit. I've only been learning it as a result of 
the journey that we, my psychologist and I, have been on together in diving deep into my big old head. But anyway, to take us back to the boss. Also, as a side note, there's a movie called Inside Out. It's a kid's movie. It's an animation. And basically, one highly recommend a watch one like firstly because it's cute as fuck movie secondly because it's actually should be an adult's movie because it is a direct representation of emotions that exist within us and so in the movie you kind of like zoom inside a head and there's a bunch of different emotions doing like it's like a control room of emotions that create different actions uh go and watch it <laughs> i promise you it'll make sense anyway that's kind of what i picture with my bus thing whereby if the inner critic is driving the bus then your healthy adult which the healthy adult subpersonality of you is the version of you that is responsible that owns their shit that you know doesn't allow avoidance and numbing and suppressing of emotions it's literally just the healthy emotionally regulated version of us and we should really all be trying to ensure that the healthy adult version of us is always driving the bus but because we're humans that's obviously not always going to be the case there's also our inner child which i mentioned that is something that is incredibly important to connect with in the healing process and our inner child is basically a version of us that is well can be any age and it's always linked to a certain story where as a child you were not uh where your ne emotional needs weren't met so you weren't seen you weren't heard you weren't comforted um where you really felt like you had to do shit on your own or work shit out on your own and as a result of that, that is when our um, schemas are built and formed. So, And so our inner child is actually incredibly important to connect with consistently, whereby we are ensuring that our inner child feels like their needs are met as an adult. Like where our healthy adult can meet the needs of our inner child. I hope that makes sense. If you've never like delved into or know anything in that sphere, in that world of like psychology, then all of that might sound like absolute fucking gobbledygook. And if that's the case, then I strongly encourage you to join my foundations course because we do a little bit of that in there. But also there's a book called Reinventing Yourself and it's downstairs. So I don't have the author of the book on me, but I'll leave a link in the show notes. This book will help you understand so much about yourself. It is probably the top, it's definitely in my top five, but potentially the top book, like the top most life-changing book that I've ever read. So uh, anyway, mega attention but all of that to say that when our inner critic is driving the bus our healthy adult is down the back on the back seat being a backseat bandit and not taking responsibility for being the healthy version of us and what happens in the self-love process or in the weight loss process or in a process that is very intrapersonal where the conversation is in your head and it's quite an emotional process and something where you really uh, need to rely on yourself and believe in yourself, then we are always, always so much harder on ourselves. And that is why we have to ensure that we practice self-love, 
that we understand what it is and we implement different practices, we work on our fucking head, we take responsibility for ourselves, we accept ourselves, we have awareness of what's going on in our mind, we create forgiveness and compassion And then we take action to becoming the best version of us, whatever that looks like for you. And in that capacity to wrap it all up, put it in a box and put a big old bow on it. When you work on yourself, it is something that requires consistency because for so fucking long, you have been telling yourself something in your head. Your inner critic has been your loudest voice. And when you tell yourself something, your thoughts are on repeat. So we have around 70 to 90, let's call it 80,000 thoughts a day. Of those, around 70 to 80% of those are on repeat from yesterday. And so when we are repeatedly telling ourselves the same fucking shit, and a lot of the time we have no awareness of the shit that we're telling ourselves, then those things get embedded into your subconscious mind as belief systems. And as a result of that belief system, we feel a certain way. So thoughts create feelings. And if we don't interrupt this cycle, we have the same thoughts, the same feelings, then it creates the same actions or inactions. And then we get the same results in our life. So if we want to change the results that we get in our life or we have in our life, then we have to go all the way back to our fucking thoughts and get inside our big old red bus and understand what the fuck's going on, what the fuck we're telling ourselves. And in order to do that, we have to be consistent in understanding. Wow, that sounded so Australian. Understanding. My brother lives in America and he's lived there for about five years. And he's over that time gotten quite an American twang uh in the things that he said and i um i sent a voice message to his wife the other day singing her happy birthday because she didn't pick up her phone and then obviously spoke to her later but he was he was there when she played it out loud and he sent me a message being like you are so fucking australian i'm like no mate you are so fucking american come home come home and be australian with me because you're fucking american now anyway We have to ensure that if we want to change something, so if you can build belief systems based on repetition, then you can unlearn them and rewire and rewrite new belief systems also based on repetition. And so you have to do it consistently. And all of this to say that we need to be doing something consistently over doing nothing and no one is ever asking you to be 100% perfect all of the fucking time because guess what hey little reminder you're a human and there are 7.6 billion of us on this planet I did some research the other day and it said that by 2050 there's going to be nine plus nine ish billion humans on this planet that is so many people so many people and that's only 30 years away so we're going to grow by like 1.5 ish billion humans in 20 years like what the fuck and i'm gonna be a contributor to that population by two maybe three or maybe four in the next couple of years i need to find my husband first but isn't that crazy isn't that crazy 1.5 plus billion people over the next 30 years 30 years fucking wild anyway you're a human no one's asking you to be perfect and doing something always leads 
to something. <laughs> wow, someone call me fucking Aristotle. So what I mean by that is when I turned this recording on, to be completely honest and transparent, I did not know which direction that was going. And here we are 25 minutes later. And I think that was a pretty solid solo podcast reminder for you. And when I can't be fucked to work out, sometimes I'll tell myself, I'll just go for 10 minutes or 20 minutes and at least then I'll do something. And 9.9 times out of 10, when I go to the gym with that mentality, I end up doing a fucking sick session because I have such low expectations that then I'm like, well, I'm here. I might as well just fucking get into it. And then I do a sick session. And so something to bring back my Aristotle Aristotle quote, something always leads to something. (laughs) Fucking hell. Fuck me dead. Something leads to something, meaning that when you put in even a little bit of effort, it still adds up. So 10 minutes a day over seven days is 70 minutes versus nothing, which is zero minutes. And what I mean by that is the effort that we put in compounds over time. And so if you put in 10 minutes a day over 30 days, that's where's my maths at? Did general maths in high school in year 12, but 30, 10 minutes over 30 days is 300 minutes. Can I get a round of applause, please? Whereas if you did nothing or if you were expecting yourself to be perfect and do 100%, but if you weren't doing 100%, you did 0%, then you wouldn't actually fucking get anywhere in the 30 days. But if you put in a 10-minute effort every single day for 30 days, at least you've gotten somewhere, you've done something, and over the time, you've put in 300 minutes of work, which is 6, 12, 18, 24, that's five hours. And that might not sound like much in the in a whole month but it's five hours more than you expecting yourself to be perfect and then because you're not being perfect doing nothing and then you do nothing so the way that habits work is that they compound over time so as an example if i used this example in the last episode and i don't know why i use this example because like i don't know anyone that's not entirely true my best friend is a runner but anyway i'm not a runner i never have any intention of being a runner I did do a half marathon once raising money for ovarian cancer and it was literally the worst. I think I did it in like two hours and 10 minutes or I don't know something. It was over two hours and it was the worst two hours of my entire life. Literally like probably worse than having gastro and that's a big fucking call. So I don't know why I keep using the marathon analogy. But anyway, when you train for a marathon, you might start with you know, running 10Ks. I assume if you're running a marathon, you're already a decent runner. Maybe you're starting from zero. Let's say you start from zero. So the first day you might run a kilometer and then, you know, you give yourself 16 or 20 weeks or six months or whatever to train for this marathon. And over time, you clock more hours on your feet. And as a result, after the time period allotted you're able to complete the race but you don't expect yourself to complete it on the first fucking day because that's not how it works you have the compounding of your training over a long period of time whereby you get fitter your legs get more accustomed to running long distances and then yeah after the amount of time whatever time period it is that you give yourself to train for a marathon you're able to run it and so the same goes with anything that you do maybe it's that you want to practice you know appreciating your body or at least 
at least accepting your body. So you want to spend some time in front of the mirror. This is an exercise that I share with my girls inside the foundations course. You want to, yeah, like I said, work to accept your body a little bit. And so you stand in front of the mirror, you know, it begins with one minute a day and that feels really uncomfortable to begin with. But then over time, you start to do it more or you know a better a better example would be meditation where you want to get good at meditating and 15 minutes just isn't going to fucking happen to begin with so you start with literally a minute or two minutes and over time you feel more comfortable and over time you work to increase it so with anything personal development wise consistency is more important than perfection something is more important than nothing And just like with this podcast, I could have said, you know what, fuck it, I don't feel very well. I'm probably about to shit my pants and vomit my face off. But I just decided to turn the recording thing on. Like I said, I don't know where this fucking episode was going to go, but here we are. And I think it was a pretty solid message. So just a reminder, you don't need to be perfect. And in fact, if you do have a necessity or a need to be perfect, I would question where that's coming from and what you're trying to prove and why you don't feel worthy not feeling perfect or not being 100% because I could almost guarantee that that's coming from a place of trauma or a place of your needs not being met as a child and it's definitely something that requires attention and so my sister friend just a reminder that you don't have to be perfect all of the time life isn't meant to be perfect it's meant to be messy it's a journey we have challenges we fuck up we make mistakes we're human we learn we grow we evolve and we get better over time and honestly if you're working to change yourself and if you are working on yourself and you're working towards becoming the best version of yourself then I mean, what more can you fucking ask for? Give yourself some grace, give yourself some space, give yourself some compassion, be fucking kind to yourself because you're already putting in the work. You're trying, you're making it happen and it might not happen straight away and in actual fact, it will not happen straight away because anything that needs changing will take fucking time because we have ingrained those repetitive bullshit things in our head created beliefs that run our life and that shit is gonna take time to unlearn and rewrite and on that note i'm about to get fucking weird so i'm gonna leave you because i don't know if you're ready for my weirdness i hope that this episode helped you in some capacity consistency over perfection something over nothing fucking work on yourself go read that book I'll link it in the show notes. Go join our Facebook community if you haven't already. I pop in there every now and then. Uh, Make sure you're following me on Instagram, both on Love Yourself Academy and Kate Purtle. And pray for me that I do not get gastro and have to shit my pants out and vomit my face off in the next 48 hours. That would be great. Thank you. I love you. Uh, Thank you for listening. I'll catch you in the next episode. Goodbye. I hope you enjoyed this episode and if you did find it super valuable and want to shout it from the rooftops, make sure to screenshot, post and tag me on Instagram so I can stalk the shit out of you and we can connect some more. I just want to say a massive thank you for your time and your ear holes today. I'm incredibly grateful that you chose to listen to my podcast. To make sure that you're notified of the next episode, go ahead and subscribe so you never miss a single episode from me. And to leave you today, go out there and be wild. Just fucking love yourself. I dare ya. That's all from me today, friends. I'll catch you in the next episode. Bye.